Welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food and their body, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. My name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm an anti-diet and body image coach, certified personal trainer, and lover of all things travel, brunch, and personal growth. Join us each week as we share insightful conversations with guest experts, along with my own personal stories and teachings that aim to help you reconnect your mind, body, and spirit while releasing old beliefs, dogma, and expectations that no longer serve you. Each episode is packed with nuggets of wisdom that are sure to leave you feeling inspired, challenged, and empowered to take action in your own life. Shy away from tough topics? No way. In this space, we welcome things including mental health, sex, diversity, eating disorders, weight stigma, and all that comes with having a human experience. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me, so grab a notebook, pen, and some headphones, and let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends, wherever you are in the world. I am so excited to talk to you today. And the, the episode title of today is just really fun. Angel numbers, puppies, and releasing controls. So you're probably like, what in the world is she about to talk about? But get ready, because this is a really fun story. And it actually incorporates my, my dad, too. And then the dog that he recently got, if you guys follow me on Instagram, which you if you don't, head over to Instagram shoot me a follow, shoot me a DM, say hi, at Katie Pijanowski, and that will be in those show notes. But I share a lot about my dog, my dad's new dog, and I wanted to share with you this really fun story of when we went to go pick out the puppy. So my dad had been wanting a dog for a really long time. He had been manifesting it. My dad actually and I actually talk a lot about manifestation, energy, um, meditation, all of those things, and that's really fantastic to just have, especially a parent figure that you can go to to talk about these things. And he had been manifesting a dog for a very long time, been doing a lot of research, watching a lot of YouTube videos on training. I mean, he was like in it. He was so ready. It, I actually made a comment when I went to his apartment a couple of months before he actually got the dog and he had already bought the the cage and all the toys and the bowls and he had everything set up and I was like oh dad are you nesting and he kind of chuckled but he was just really putting it out into the universe that he was gonna get this dog and he had had a golden doodle before and he really liked the doodles because they're pretty easy to train they don't shed they're pretty smart dogs and so he definitely wanted to get a doodle the second time around so he ended up deciding that he wanted to get a sheep a doodle which is a sheep dog and poodle. (laughs) They're super cute. You should definitely look them up on Google or you can follow me on Instagram and see my dad's. And he found a breeder here in Texas. We live in Dallas and this was right outside of Austin where these breeders were that specifically breed Shiba Doodles. So he put his deposit down and, you know, said maybe one to three months is the time frame of when you can have your puppy because they were waiting on the next litter. And Maybe about a month, month and a half later, they contacted my dad and said, hey, you know, we've got puppies. You can come choose one. And we actually, the, the puppies were born the week that Texas had a complete like snowpocalypse, which is so funny. And so they were born right around Valentine's Day when that happened. And about four to five weeks, I think it was five weeks after they were born, my dad and I were taking a trip down to Austin to pick out the puppy. They had a litter of eight. 
and my dad wanted specifically a male. There was three males in this litter, and so we were going to go to pick out this puppy. Now, we were actually the last slot, so the way that this breeder did it is they had different slots for people to come in and choose their dog, and then whatever dogs were left were the ones that you got to choose from. So we are actually one of the last slots. But before we even got there, this is where the angel numbers piece comes in. We were driving and we're almost to the breeder's house. We were maybe like 30 minutes away and we said, okay, you know, this would be a good time to stop and eat. We were kind of running ahead of schedule. And originally we were looking for tacos. We're like, yeah, like let's eat some tacos. Surely we can find some tacos. You can pretty much find Mexican food anywhere in Dallas, in, in Texas rather. And we're driving, we're driving, and we're like, okay, maybe this next exit, I thought I saw some kind of taco place. Well, we get off the exit, and there's no taco place. Well, I had just been telling my dad about how I just had Golden Chick for the first time, which is a chicken place here in Texas, or in the South. And so when we couldn't find tacos, we're like, okay, well, let's just go ahead to this Golden Chick. We looped around the interstate and went to Golden Chick. We went inside, we ordered our food, and I sit down, my dad brings the receipt over, and he goes check this out. Our order number is 222, which is an angel number. And I was like, oh, how cool. And I also just love that he pointed that out. I was like, oh yeah, I haven't like searched for angel numbers in a little while. So we're eating and we leave to go drive to the breeder's house. And we're driving along, listening to country music. And I look to my right, I'm in the passenger seat. And I happened to just glance that right past this street sign that says 222 Country Road. And I was like, Dad, I just saw another one. And then I looked down at that exact moment at the car time, and it is literally 222 on the clock. And we both are like, what is going on? What? This is crazy. And it was just like a beautiful reminder that everything was being lined up exactly the way that it, it needed to be. And to put even more emphasis on this, before my dad went to drive down to see the puppies to pick out his, he was about to, a couple of days before, email the lady and, and you know kind of make sure that he could get the right one because there was three males, but there was one specific male that he really, really wanted. He was like, yes, like this is the one I want. And he was gonna email her and he was kind of feeling anxious. Like, oh, I don't know, like maybe I should like, you know, basically try to reach out and try to control this situation essentially. And he caught himself because he's been doing a lot of this work that I've been doing. And he was like, no, I'm just gonna like let things unfold. Everything is being divinely placed in my path and my desires have already been heard. So he didn't send the email. And so we're driving there and in the span of one hour, we see 222 three different times, three different times, which is just crazy. And so we're going to the house, we get in there, we're playing with, they bring both the male puppies out because the owners tell us that, hey, we just had a Zoom call with this other family, they're also deciding between a male, there's only these two left, and we have to wait on them to choose which one they want, but they're really favoring the one that you want. And so we're like, oh, you know, like, I don't know. So they bring both the puppies out, and what's really cute is since they were born during the snowpocalypse here in Texas, they gave them all names like that. So the one's name was Zero and the other one was Frosty. That was their litter names. It was kind of cute. So they all had like snow freezing names or something like that. It was so cute. So we have both these puppies out and we're playing with them. And my dad clearly 
likes this one pup of the two, which was at the time called Zero. And we're playing with them, we're playing with them and talking to the breeders, the owners, and just chatting with them about, you know, their processes of breeding, which are really fantastic, by the way. And just the way that they um, help to start off these pups really strong from the beginning with just the way that they, they handle them and get them acclimated to being around people and even kind of setting them up to be potty trained. So we're talking about all these things, the different food to feed them. And I hear the woman in the background on the phone and she's like, oh, okay, like, do you want a female? Like, she's talking to the family that was before us. So she's on the phone and she's like, okay, are you sure? You know, we're only hearing one part of the conversation. And she gets off the phone and she goes, you know, they, they really liked that one dog that you really liked, but they decided to not choose any dogs this litter. They're going to wait for the second litter. And my dad's mouth just like fell open. He was like, oh my gosh, because this family beforehand really wanted, if they were going to choose one of the male dogs, they were going to choose the one my dad wanted. And they called and said, we're not even going to choose any of these right now. We're going to actually wait until the next litter. So my dad got to choose the dog that he wanted, which was at the time, his name was Zero and how his name is Texas, or we call him Tex for short. And Wow. I mean, we were just reflecting on the ride back to Dallas about how incredible was that experience. All the signs, all of the the different things and, and just the emphasis on releasing control. Like everything was already placed exactly where it needed to be. And all we needed to do was lean back and let it happen. One of the, the thought leaders that I like to listen a lot to, to on YouTube is Abraham Hicks. Maybe some of you have heard of who Abraham Hicks is. I would definitely recommend checking her out. She's got some really great videos on YouTube and some really great books. And she talks a lot about releasing control and so many other spiritual concepts. And one that she, one visual she brings up that's kind of clear in my mind that I think will help you understand this concept of, of releasing control is she always brings this image of a river a river that's, you know, got kind of like the, one of those ones you would whitewater raft on where there's a lot of waves, right? So it's just carrying everything downstream. And say you're in a kayak and you're trying to kayak up the stream, right? You're, you're fighting the waves and you're, you're struggling and you're going and, and you keep getting pushed back and you try harder and you're just paddling, paddling, paddling to try to like get upstream. And that's how many of us operate in our life. So really think about that. Is there, is there areas in your life where you are paddling upstream, where you're always trying to get through and power your way through and strong arm things and be this, this strong woman, you know, this wonder woman mentality where you have to do everything yourself and control all the outcomes. And if you don't, everything falls apart, right? I know this because I know this intimately because I was this way and there's still many parts of me that that operate this way. And she then brings up the fact that, you know, if you were to allow yourself to be carried by the stream or the river and you'd flow downstream, like how you would just always be placed exactly where you needed to be with exactly the people and things and resources that you needed in order to get what you want because the universe is all energy and our desires are always being answered and what how she says it is they're always being brought into the vortex 
so everything that we think and that we desire and that we put out there, whether we want it or not, because the universe hears them as both. Yes, they just, everything is yes, as, a, as she says with the universe. So even if you're saying, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, and you keep bringing that to your attention, that's just what you're going to get. Very, very powerful stuff. This is a lot of the thought work that I work on in my one-on-one coaching specifically is getting us to refocus our energy and intention on the positive things and to, you know, just follow that stream, right? And when we think about this visual of releasing that control and letting ourselves ride down the waves of the river, so to speak, and go downstream and to trust that everything that we need and everything that we desire is at the end of that stream, I want you to think about what that brings up for you. What, where is the resistance? What are your immediate thoughts when I share that with you? Write them down. I highly encourage this because this is a really great starting place to be able to transform to where you want to be. Our thoughts are so, so powerful, friends. So, so powerful. And we're always being guided to exactly the people, places, experiences, everything that we need. And when we recognize that we have so much power in what we get to create in this world, life gets really exciting. And this is something that I've really been leaning into a lot lately. And it's a lot of the the mentality I bring into my coaching now because I truly believe that bringing this spiritual peace, especially to the body image work, especially to that, it's helped me immensely and it's helped my clients a lot to be able to see and trust in, in, in that everything is working out. And in the work that I do and in, in trusting your body, trusting that you can have this communication, this relationship with your body as if your body was a person and learning to have that, that trust and that communication like, hey, what's going on for you today? What do you need? How can I support you, right? Wouldn't you say that to some of your closest friends, your spouses, your significant others? Wouldn't you relate to them in that way? So why are we choosing to then have this controlling, manipulative mindset around our bodies and around food? If we did that to our partners or our friends, try to control them and manipulate them and call them names and shame them and all these things, do you think that they would want to be around us? Probs not. I'd be like, "Uh, no, (laughs) please back away. I am not available for this. So why do we choose to do this to our bodies? And it's, it's very deep rooted in a lot of the things, a lot of the beliefs that we have around our body and food and movement and all these things, they really start a lot when we're really, really young. And so a lot of the work I do now is, is that inner child healing piece of going back, unpacking those beliefs and just re-imprinting this new story. And it's such powerful work because being able to heal that little piece of us and and to carry that through our life experiences to today really helps in the way that we are showing up. It's so, so, so powerful. So a little bit of a tangent, but it felt really important to share right there. So I hope that this episode was entertaining and fun. Let me know what you've learned by leaving a review in the, in the review section. I almost said comment section, same kind of thing, right? Leave a review. I read all of those and I definitely want to start sharing some of those in the episodes, some of my favorite ones. So leave a review. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you learned. And I, until next time, my friends, with love, take care. 
Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. If you loved this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review or share a screenshot of the episode on your social media platforms. This helps even more women be able to find the podcast and move towards their own personal transformation. Or come on over to Instagram and send me a DM. Let me know what you thought of the episode or let me know about future topics you'd love to hear here on the podcast. Sending love to you no matter where you're at in the world, my friends. Until next week, take care.